Demons run when a good man goes to war. Night will fall and drown the sun when a good man goes to war. Friendship dies and true love lies. Night will fall and the dark will rise when a good man goes to war. Demons run but count the cost. The battle's won but the child is lost. Two! This is Kyrie Payton. I'm Ezekiel on The Walking Dead, and I love listening to Two True Freaks Network. I think maybe you should too. Hi, welcome to Fear the Walking Dead cast. Uh, I'm Scott McGregor, one of your co hosts. I'm joined as usual by our regular survivors, Beth and Brian Hughes, Mike Zumo. Hello. And we're covering. Hola. Season. We're only mostly dead. We're only mostly oh. dead. I'm feeling mostly dead this week. Uh, yeah, this one's going to be high energy, just like wet last week's episode. So beware. Uh, drink some coffee before listening. <laughs> We're covering season eight, episode six: "The King, the Widow, and Rick." Uh, Is Beth walk in, here? Walk into a bar and uh, what? <laughs> Is Beth here? I can't see her. I just see Scott and Brian. Yep, I'm here. She's okay, on. yeah. She's, she's in stealth mode. Ninja, well, she's good. ninja mode, which Michonne should have remembered this episode. What? Beth is recovering from great sickness. She just recovered from something that wasn't strep, it wasn't flu, but it sure did seem to feel that way. Her voice went, everything went. Fine. Say, yeah. say hi, babe. We're yeah. a fever of 102. I'm still trying to get over it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just so you're our Gabriel analog this, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Appropriate. <laughs> so let's begin. On a desolate road, uh, Rick retrieves two letters hidden in a small pile of junk. Uh, if you ever wondered how you know we we communicate during wartime in the apocalypse, apparently this is it. A bunch of little drop boxes. Uh, meanwhile, at the kingdom, messengers uh, deliver two letters to Carol with reports from Alexandria and Hilltop soldiers back at Alexandria. Tara and the Alexander fighters return home, and she gives two letters to Michonne and Carl with reports about the kingdom and Hilltop. And at Hilltop, Aaron returns with baby Gracie and hands two letters to Maggie. And of course, we get the, the report from the Hilltop must have been very short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, from the kingdom, rather. Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, yep, I uh, had a bad day. We'll get back to you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone wrote. Yeah, I don't know who was left to write that letter. I guess it must have been Carol. Um, yeah, it was okay. Um, so they read their letters, which are done in nice little voiceover and stuff, over a montage, which update them on the outpost battles and the state of the other communities. I thought this was cool in theory, how they did it and showed how they're communicating, but some of the writing was just really... Rick's letter in particular was just kind of like, wow, this is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be, and we've lost some people, and you're supposed to feel you're really torn up about that, even though you yeah. didn't know any of them. There we go. Uh, Captain's Log, Apocalypse Date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we shot a lot of people, and then now the the place is surrounded, and I'm off to do the stupidest quest in the world since um, someone thought it was a good idea for a hobbit to save the world. Mm-hmm. Um so in her messages, Maggie explains how Jesus brought saviors back to the hilltop. 
Uh, Carol's note from the kingdom recounts that everyone was killed during the attack on the Savior outpost, except for herself, Ezekiel, and Jerry. And in his letter, Rick whines like a little bitch. And, uh, no, just kidding. And reports that their plan is working um, reasonably well, except for that whole kingdom getting slaughtered thing. Kingdom equals Swiss cheese. Yeah, and their snipers are standing guard to make sure no one escapes. Meanwhile, uh, conditions are worsening for those inside, and he explains that on his way to execute the next stage of the plan, and we'll meet everyone at uh, the sanctuary in two days to end this. I'm not sure if they actually know what the last stage of the plan is, but here we go. So at the heap, <laughs> Jadis b- builds a wire sculpture in the middle of junkyard, wearing nothing but an apron, apparently, because weird artist stuff. Uh, but she's interrupted by three loud knocks at the storage container entrance, and unsure she signals two guards to get the door. And uh, the fucking heapsters have just like the worst, you know, perimeter security in the world that Rick can just trapes up and and knock on the door. Apparently, so. Well, they don't bother with security. They don't bother with security. They're supposed to be these badasses, but yeah, they don't bother. Uh, and we roll our opening credits. We're too busy. It's art time. So nude art time trumps everything. Uh, what the hell is that? Could you imagine if Negan had actually visited the heapsters? I'm hoping they fill that in for us somewhere along the line and why he didn't just, you know, do his Yeah, but role. you can imagine. It's, what a stink. I mean, this is actually worse than the dead. Yeah. yeah you guys like this stuff? This is why Negan doesn't visit them. Probably. <laughs> I would like to see that rant, though. He, he's, he's good. He's like a, you know... Stand-up comedian heckling people, you know, or slamming his his crowd. That would be fun to see with this group. So Jesus hands out uh, food to the Savior prisoners who are chained up outside the hilltop wall. And uh, what a missed opportunity here for him not to be handing out, like, loaves and fishes. You know, they they could have just gotten a loaf of Wonder Bread and some goldfish crackers or something. But come on, writers. Might as well go for the easy well, he, would have, he would have had to have found seven kinds of goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think there's any Wonder Bread that isn't completely blue I, I by I this was, point. I thought Wonder Bread was like Twinkies. Like, you know, it's Hostess stuff that could survive the apocalypse. It's not Hostess anymore. It's Bimbo. Fucking ceiling dripping again, probably. Mm. Hold on. Pause it, it's okay. for editing. After the zombie apocalypse, Twinkies are going to be all that's left. Right. Yeah, checks it real quick, guys. Yeah. And what are you going to be coming to your house? Fuck me, Ronnie. I better go determine real quick where it's leaking exactly. So hold on, guys. Sorry. So he's going out of here where Rick is doing with the sniper rifle. It's for shooting helicopters. You guys, you guys, the end of the episode is what he's doing. Okay. Just once in my life. All right, so audience, that that loud dripping in the background is this is the studio. So I apologize for that. Well, at least you're not at the airport anymore, or the train station, or whatever that you get to hear in the background at the other place. That, that really took the wind out of my sails. Getting a little sick of this. So, yeah, my roof leaks. That's fun. And I have a landlord who's not doing anything about it. Jesus hands out food. We did that. I wish Jesus would come fix my fucking pipes. Maybe you should pray more. <laughs> I guess I should. 
Thoughts and prayers to my pipes and my ceiling tiles that are molding with God knows what. We'll get a change.org petition for your ceiling. Yeah, I may need to. Something. Uh, yeah, so, uh, hands out the food, and Maggie yells at him for wasting food. He's like, it's fucking shit nobody's eating anyway. It's like turnips, okay? Back off. <laughs> and then there's that one guy needling, uh, needling Jesus, or is that coming next? Uh... I seem to get ahead of myself. No, no, it's, uh, yeah, that's right around That's the toilet Jesus-looking dude. Yeah, and he, he basically is like, hey, Evil look, man, Jesus. you know, we're, we've all been assholes, but, you know, I'm really just a worker, and, you know... Uh, is there is there like a course they run at the at the Savior Compound? You know, you know, needling one hundred and one. <laughs> Must be yeah. Or you just, you pick up stuff by osmosis from hanging out with Negan. I think they have all curriculum. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, he gives Maggie, of course, the uh, we have to be better than them. You know, uh, you have better than monsters speech that we've now heard for eight years because um, that's a conversation we always have to keep having. Because, um, you know, she's contemplating or on suggestion of, like, Gregory or someone else who's like, well, we should just build gallows and hang a lot of them. And she's like, hmm, good idea. Or, you know, all right, so we're going to start some construction product, project behind the walls and make why it did she, a little bit. Why did she even let Gregory come out there with her? Yeah, she's she's trying to you know show a unified front, but uh, that situation. Xander Berkeley is is well paid. Yeah, <laughs> we had to build up. We had to see his happy times so we get to. So it's a nice contrast for his unhappy time later on, which was glorious. So at the kingdom, Carol pounds on the auditorium door, urging Ezekiel to help her um, muster fighters so they can rendezvous with Rick, but she gets no response. And on her way out, uh, little Henry, uh, Ben's little brother there, follows her and offers to help fight the saviors, but she angrily turns him away. And, Don't follow me or I'll make you look at flowers. <laughs> Rick shows Jadis. So now we finally find out what Rick's Polaroid tour was all about. Um, and just, man, Rick shows Jadis some instant photos of... You know, all their their conquests in the aftermath of the three outpost battles is proof of their impending defeat. And he asks Jadis once again to join his alliance, but he's he's not got anything to trade at this point. He's just like, I'm all alone here, uh, but here's pictures proving we're badasses, and if you don't help us, we're going to come kill you next. And he expects her just to believe him. Oh, I'm supposed to, I made a note here, I'm supposed to do, it's a face palm sound effect, because <laughs> that's how I feel about Rick's little final plan here. And again, I have to wonder if any of his lieutenants, you know, actually knew what he was up to, or they would have been like, no, dumbass, remember these are the people that shot you and shot a bunch of us and betrayed us earlier? And Just grazed him. They just yeah, grazed him. They just grazed him. Think, I don't think they had a choice at this point with what happened with the kingdom. I mean, you need people, and really, if you can't get these people on board, you might be in deeper shit than you thought. Well, they already stabbed in the back once. They can do it again. Then I you're really in, deep, then you're in even deeper shit than you were before. And it just astounds me that he thinks this ploy is going to work. Why, you know, of course it Spoilers for next week, it does, kind of, but uh, there's no logic here at all, and just 
writing for the sake of getting to a plot point and oh and spoiler for next week as well uh, at least one person knew where Rick was yeah I guess yeah yeah they do know where he yeah that's true um, and again I, I just don't know why someone didn't try to talk him out of it uh, but wow and then you know what happens you try to talk Rick out of something <laughs> yeah he does something stupider usually <laughs> I don't know. Um, moving on. <laughs> At the hilltop, Gregory advises Maggie to ignore Jesus and recommends that she follows her gut in regarding the PEO, uh, PEOs, POWs, and he warns that they can't have wolves wandering among the sheep and tries very badly to explain his betrayal of uh, the rebellion to Negan, and he offers to be an advisor to her that will back her tough decisions. Um Alexandria uh, shown recuperates from her wounds obtained during Negan's attack in, uh, on the town. Unable to wait any longer, though. Um, we've got people going off on their little missions again. Mm-hmm. Hold on, guys. Now what? No, fuck. Oh, now it's just birds going crazy outside. Okay, I'm apparently in like a Stephen King novel tonight, so I apologize, guys. Or Hitchcock or something. I'll follow the house usher, so maybe a little Poe. Yeah, there's like birds freaking out out, front, out of my window right now. My ceiling's dripping, and pretty sure a monster spider will be eating me soon. So we better get this going. Well, we better finish before before the before the All right. <laughs> Train wreck. <laughs> So, yeah, Michonne decides she has to go see the the sanctuary with her own eyes to be reassured, I guess, that they're winning. She can't stand not knowing. And Rosita tags along after a failed attempt at convincing her not to. You know, so she's like... But are they really fucking winning at this point? I mean, (laughs) the right hand doesn't know what the left hand's doing. They're all doing their own fucking thing with their own agendas. I mean, this is the worst I've ever seen them, truthfully. Yeah, thank you, Beth. (laughs) They're not the history. And it kind of even makes it worse when they drive home the point of the little communication system in the beginning. It's like, all right, everyone's caught up on what's going on, and we're all just going to piss all over the plan anyway. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, it's the Civil War that we've seen brewing, but it's just, uh, they kind of keep going back to this a lot. You know, it's like, oh, well, we're going to have our little rogue elements who are going to go off and do something so we can spin our wheels. And Uh, honestly, it's so unlike Daryl to want to do his own thing, especially against Rick. Yeah. I mean... There's a lot uh, of character he's stuff. been there. one of the loyalist people with Rick since, you know, he joined the group, and this yeah, is Daryl's always kind of done his own thing, though. Not like that. Well, no. he's got the extra grudge that they rubbed he's it in. He's got a bone to was, pick with the saviors. It was him that got Greg, uh, Greg Glenn killed, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, everyone's got motive, but just badly executed. No, actually, Daryl's probably the one with thinking things through a lot more than some of them at this point. At least he has a plan. I mean, Rick has a plan, too, but just Daryl's is a little <laughs> better, you know, a little... Daryl's is a lot more fun. Daryl's is quicker and dirtier. Focus. Yeah, and it makes more sense than expecting the betrayers to all of a sudden be like, oh, you're right, we probably shouldn't have betrayed you, and let's join you this time. I still think I would have believed it more if Rick had gone and offered his ass to Jadis. and like, I'll what sleep with you if you join made him, what, what the fuck made them think that 
that going off on their own that they were going to succeed at this fucked up plan anyway. It was bizarre. And, they and, never even stayed to be sure that it was success. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, yeah, we're getting. I know I jumped ahead, but I can't help myself. It we we should have done both episodes tonight, but given the state of my world, apparently that was a good idea. We didn't, but yeah, that makes it more frustrating. And when we record later this week, the next one will be ranting about the same stuff, but. Um, <laughs> You know, as I said, stuff like Rosita, it's like, oh, you're, I can't talk you out of your stupid idea? All right, I'll go join you on it, you know, to watch your back, I guess. But uh, meanwhile, Tara is uh, surprised to find Daryl waiting on her porch, and uh, she vows to kill Dwight when the war is over, and Daryl's like, get in line, uh, but they are you know, going to kill him together, and uh, suggest that they don't have to wait, so that's when they come up with their, their big plan, uh, which... You know, would have gone probably better with explosives until they lost them last episode. But Jesus guards the POWs overnight and hears uh, sounds of construction coming from within the hilltop walls. Again, I'm not sure if it's gallows or, or cages. Uh, Maybe they're making a Trojan bunny. Yeah, should have tried something like that. That's uh, what it sounded. It sounded like the saws and hammers and all that stuff from the Trojan bunny skit and. In uh, in uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah. Well, their sound effect department hasn't actually been top shelf budget lately. Remember, we had the uh, you know the, the the crowd calls last week that sounded like they were you know piped in from a different movie or something. So, yeah, you guys need any help mixing? Um, yeah, I'm I'm a mediocre at best, so you don't want to call me. But I'm sure there are other people out there. So again, this Dean guy finally—that's when he tells Jesus that you know, hey, you know, we're just some of us are just workers here. I was sent to fix some pipes or something, and you know, you guys kidnap, you know, you should get him over to your place. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> While on the road, Michonne and Rosita hear music in the distance, and they get out of their car and follow the sound until they arrive at an empty building. Uh, we're going to find out what the fat lady is. Um, Kyle returns to the woods in search of the man he met at the gas station, and he finds the mysterious stranger and gives him food and water and introduces himself, and he learns his name is Sadiq, and Carl tells him about his community, and then he asks him Rick's uh, three screening questions, and, and Sadiq's like, Carl's like, uh, first question, how many walkers? I know yeah, it's hard to get a, it's like 237. He's like, whoa, okay, you've been keeping track. <laughs> Give or take. Yeah, give or take. Um, Who's counting when you're trying to fight through the horde, though? Well, you know, I guess he's 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 doing it for Mom. He tells Carl, his uh, Mom believed that killing the zombies would free their souls. And uh, Carl then basically invites him, you know, back to Alexandria. He's like, yeah. He's like, I don't know. Your dad didn't seem to like me very much. And, like, you know, fuck my dad. You know, he's, he's losing his mind, and we'll, I'll keep you safe. <laughs> Dad lost his mind in season three. At least. Yeah. yeah he, he was doing better when he was talking to Lori on the phone. He, he personally did that back. In the woods, Carol finds Henry fighting two walkers with his stick, and she shoots the walkers and yells at him for getting his ass nearly killed. And Henry's like, you know, either I, I watched you train people, and my brother got killed by these assholes, all my people got killed by these assholes, I'm fighting, you know, with or without your blessing, and 
Carol's like, respect, and gives him a gun. And uh, at the hilltop, Enid instructs Jesus to bring the saviors inside the walls, and they're all relieved to find the cages instead of a gallows. And as the saviors file into the makeshift pen, Maggie declares that they will not mistreat the prisoners, and then she sends Gregory in with him. And he, because he reminds her, he's like, we can't have wolves in the hen house. And she's like, oh, I'm a farmer, bitch. I know all about wolves and sheep, and you're a wolf, so bye-bye. And uh, <laughs> yeah, That made me think a lot of the scene in Game of Thrones when they got Baelish. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. That, yeah. Although we got to see Gregory whimper longer, which was nice. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> he did do a good whimper. You know, they practically had to literally drag him kicking and screaming and crying. And that uh, couldn't happen to a nicer asshole. Uh, so Jared actually tries a, a fucking sad attempt at an escape. Uh, that's the asshole that shot... Uh, ended up killing Ben, but Maggie hits him in the face with the butt of her rifle. And she's like, you know, hey, don't make me regret doing this, or, or you will regret it. On the way to Alexandria, Carl and Sadiq come across a small group of walkers feeding on a dead elk. And Carl suggests they kill the walkers to honor Sadiq's mom. And uh, we get our usual kind of fake out, oh, is Carl going to die scene. And they all call, kill all the walkers and continue towards Alexandria. Michonne and Rosita sneak into the building and overhear two savers plotting to use the loud music to draw the herd away, which I don't know why they haven't started doing yet, but Michonne's movement, uh, again, she forgot that she was a ninja suddenly and, and makes a little klutzy move and alerts her, them to their well, she She's still recovering. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's why she, you know, shouldn't be out doing this, as Rosita tried to tell her, but... Um, Rosita's on the case with a rocket launcher and you know, gets the obligatory uh, guy saying, oh, come on, baby girl, you ain't going to use that. Boom! But that was a fucking great scene, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I Wait, loved that was, it. That was a small explosion for a rocket launcher, though. Okay. I mean, because he was real close to him. I, again, I'll shut up. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I believe you. I uh, just don't have the experience you do. In, Big uh, explosion wasn't in the budget. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Well, when you're shooting at, like, a car, you've got gasoline and stuff. Humans are generally made up of non-flammable liquids. That's the way I took it. Blow it up good. Blow it up real good. <laughs> yeah. They could have done a little chunkier, though. I yeah. Better exploding body scenes than that. So Nicotero gets a demerit. Ah, oh, he blowed up real good. Blow it up good. Blow it up real good. Yeah. Blow it up kind of. He good. did blow he it up. up well, but not great. <laughs> so the escapee drives out of the building on a jerry-rigged trig, uh, truck trig with giant audio speakers. Again, the fat lady sings ties to its flatbed, expecting uh, the blaring music to redirect the herd away from the sanctuary. And out of nowhere, luckily, a garbage truck driven by Daryl slams into their truck. And uh, Daryl and Tara climb out and shoot the driver and be like, hey, who's who's that we just hit? Oh, they're a bunch of speakers. Wow, it's glad, good thing we came along just in the nick of time like that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, writers. <laughs> Oh, that was fun. I like that. That was, I mean, I saw it coming a mile away, but it was so much fun. <laughs> it was fun. You know me, this this is my nitpick. They're just, they're just uh, sending us along on, on these meaningless 
plot points just to get to where we need to be and just to say there's better ways to go about it. So Jerry's eating cobbler, the one consistent thing in this goddamn universe, thank God. And uh, Carol demands that he goes and stands next to Henry and she prepares to shoot the lock off of Ezekiel's door. And Jerry's just like, dude, it's okay, it's not locked. Shut up, Jerry. What the hell does that sound? I heard it. Somebody that? doesn't know how to drive, apparently. Have you ever heard of the Mothman prophecies? creeped out tonight. My cat's been shit Do you have a landline so I can call it later and then just say nothing but white <laughs> noise? Have you, no, just, you have to say, have you checked on the children? And I'll be like, were there children here? Shit. <laughs> I forget I had children again. It's in the house. It's in the house. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Monday. Never record on a Monday, kids. It's the lesson we're learning tonight. Um, (laughs) It's a full moon. (laughs) That too. Super moon. Fucking weird stuff is about fucking demon magic man. Uh, (laughs) Fucking voodoo magic man. So, Never see the eyes of the dragon till he come. Till him come calling, <laughs> King Willie for for life. Uh, so um, yeah, Ezekiel's door isn't locked. Carol enters, and this is a nice scene among all the rest of this crap. Uh, there are some good stuff in this episode, but some of it's just crap. Sorry, writers. Um, so she gives him the speech, tries to get him to resume his role as king, and sad, he's sitting there playing with the, uh, you know, the, the, the empty chain, where, where, where a kitty once, once rested, um, and he tells her to leave him alone, but she gives him basically the whole, she starts to walk away, and she's like, you know what, no, bitch, you, you, you're the one that crafted this whole fantasy world for everyone, you need to step up and keep playing the game, you know, till it, Till it's done, one way or another, and he still seems a little unconvinced. But I'm sure he'll be back for the finale. Inside the hilltops, uh, POW Pen Jared quietly tries to free, free his hands up, uh, slowly cutting the rope of the rock. But Dean, the guy that was uh, you know trying to say I'm just a worker earlier, um, was like, "No, fuck that, dude! You're gonna ruin it for all of us. It ain't happening." And Jared smirks, predicting that they'll be able to take over the hilltop, because he's in such a great position to do that. And Gregory silently witnesses the exchange. In the library, Aaron shares his feelings of loss with Maggie, um, and talking about Eric, and uh, understands his pain firsthand, of course. And Jesus arrives with an update and reports that Gregory is in the process now of sucking up to the saviors. No great surprise. Although pretty stupid side to side with right now, considering they're the ones in cages. Jesus thanks Maggie for sparing the POWs, but Maggie's like, ah, you know, wait on that. Um, There's still time. (laughs) We're going to be using him as uh, hostage, you know, trades if necessary, but other than that, we're going to fucking kill him, you know, kill them all, basically. It's kind of essentially what she's saying, and Jesus is shocked as we are all are all, but, um, yeah, so, there's so much for that compromise, I guess they get to live for a little while, 
Enid sees Aaron getting into his car and asks where he's going on another stupid mission, of course, because there aren't enough of them going on right now. And he just says to make sure we win. And she's like, okay, can I go? Um, and she agrees, you know, and, and joins him. Don't know what that's all about yet. Daryl's group parks close enough to the sanctuary for Michonne to view the siege through a detached rifle scope. Daryl declares that they're ending this now. And at the heaps, Jadis writes an A on Rick's uh, cell door, and Rick sits in the dark alone but comp- alone but composed, and it, it appears to be naked, but I guess he's not completely naked because, of course, she said no. And what's the A stand for? Asshole. After, after, so you know that well, we learn that next. Oh, that's week. right. Yeah, that's right. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> Their alien language. <laughs> or a a a grade cut meat. I don't know. Uh, that's too wordy. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but a talker <laughs> talks too much. Yeah. You know. The Talking Dead. Oh wait, talk too much. It doesn't talk Excellent. enough. Yeah, I'm getting a little. People, I'm getting annoyed with uh, the the hash the the hash the the trash heap people and their speech. And truck- I was annoyed with them for the first time I met them. Everything yeah. Eugene, man. I'm just, I you know, his shtick was kind of funny at first, but he, he, like Ezekiel, he takes too goddamn long to get through a sentence, and you have to. Actually I'll complain about, about Eugene next saying. week. Yeah, I'm yeah. Well, wait for next week's episode because boy, got a lot to say. Yeah, we we got a few things. To oh say God, yes. Oh, man, where were the subtitles? I watched it twice. Now. And you thought this was going to be boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm believing all the mysterious sounds and shit too, just so I have a record of it when. Fucking Pennywise comes and gets me tonight. Uh, hey, Georgie! I get scatty. It's in the pipes, man. I know he likes hanging out in sewers and shit, so. Scatty. <laughs> Bucko. <laughs> you know you want it, don't you, Georgie? Okay, when I was really sick. I lost my voice and it was just so deep. I sounded like a dude, but man, I did a great it impression. I recorded it with my son. <laughs> I'm going to put it as my fucking ringtone. <laughs> awesome. Oh, God, it sounded awesome. <laughs> well, that's my all. son goes, Mom, you really creep me out. <laughs> I haven't been sleeping. I, I, I want to do a small apology to anybody that might still be listening to us, and that I, I kind of started this show originally to be like, "Yay, let's talk about one of my favorite TV properties," uh, which was *Fear the Walking Dead* originally, and kind of still is. And I, I, I criticize this show a lot because I want to love this show, and they're making it so hard for me lately. <laughs> And and not just us or me. I don't know. You guys have a lot of the same gripes, it seems. But um. well, I, I think what it is 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 the writers sit there and they have like each season, they have four to six major beats that they want to hit. Right. And they have to sit there and find a way to stretch it out over so many shows that they have to keep throwing in these time filling 
you know, I don't want to call them wasters. Yeah. Because there was there was interesting things. I mean, the 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 whole thing with Michonne and and Rosita, though, that was that was interesting to me. They're getting the same writing right on Fear the Walking Dead that there's a, the plot just moves along so nicely. And when we get to the Walking Dead, it's just so slow compared to Fear it's that not- it's making it impossible to to say anything great about every episode the way we say great things about Fear. Well, the nice thing about Fear is they don't have a a book to go by, so yeah, well, but they, see, they now have the same. They're not dragging about. out the story. Oh, that's Scott why Kimple- I'm not giving them a break. I, I've. I've said before that I like when the show deviates from the comic, but this is one case where they probably should have just followed it a little closer, i.e. left out shit like the ha- the trash heap and Oceanside and, and crap like that. You know, they should have just kind of streamlined it a little more. And Well, I I, they probably thought it was going to be this great storyline, but it's hit a dead end, and it, it should have just been dropped from... At the point where she knocks him out, you know, at the comp, at, not the compound, but, you know, at uh, Alexandria, that yeah. should have been the end of it. And they're gone. That's right. it. Leave them out of the story. <sighs> I don't know. I guess uh, this mid-season finale, yeah, they're teasing uh, this big, uh, something everyone's going to be talking about. So, of course, in Walking Dead World, that equates to a big death, maybe. Um so we'll see. But next week we get a very Eugene centric episode, uh, which is I, I liked it. Spoilers mostly, but what worries me is the I think it's the last uh, the season finale the um then the name of the season finale is what worries me because it sounds like Megan. This is the way it's gonna be or. This is how it's going to be. I think is the title of the of that particular. Yeah, episode. well, I think that's what we have to. I think the savers have to like pull something out of their. Right, ass. they have to rally back and deal a defeat to her. Yeah, and, and I believe the proper title is "This is how it's going to be." Yeah, exactly. there you go. And, uh, and see, and and on the commercial for season finale, you hear the whistles coming out of the woods that. They fucking got out somehow, which I know I'm jumping ahead, but that's all you're left to assume when you hear the whistles coming out of the woods. Yeah, and you're and they're they're surrounded. You know, I believe it was Maggie and her crew that's all surrounded, and you can hear the whistles just in the distance going off like you've got no place to go. We've been here, done that. Guess what's gonna fucking happen? Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping they throw us a little curveball, and and it, yeah, it probably is going to end. The mid season is is going to be our, you know, the end of uh, Empire Strikes Back, and Empire will have the upper hand. And it just, I don't, it doesn't make sense that it took them this long to get there. There should have been more, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into it more next week because that kind of gets where it's. The exclamation point is on how little time. This one, this episode moved the plot along in a couple places at least. Yeah. The next one, yeah. the one before this one, were like ten minutes of time, <laughs> and really didn't do anything except character stuff. But I don't know. We'll see. 
But it was very satis—it was very satisfying for Gregory to get his comeuppance. That was oh, beautiful. absolutely! And I'm, I'm sure it's going to get worse for him one way or another. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't feel like they're going to follow the books with him, um, which is fine because he just kind of does nothing in the books for quite a while. So if he has a grand, he's so fucking annoying anyway. (laughs) He might have a grand exit next week um, among a couple other people, possibly. Watch the shocking bit with him be him killing Negan. Sure, I'd see that would that would excite me. That'd be fine. That would reinvigorate me for the show. Um, I don't know. No, it's got to be Rick, who has no business even being alive at this point. And that's, that's one of my biggest bitches about Not, this. If, if it was going to be something shocking, Not if it's like, has to say. <laughs> it, it, it would be Gregory killing himself and killing several of the saviors at the same time in a way that helps everyone. That would be yeah, the right. thing. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I am not sure. Well, we'll talk about it next week, but we'll have to talk about whether we think uh, Eugene deserves any kind of redemption arc or not. I'm going to give a little spoiler and say no, I don't think he does. <laughs> no. We'll talk about why next week. And I'm going to go put some buckets down and find my Bible and uh, <laughs> try to get through the rest of the evening. Scott, can't join us. Uh, join us. Just it's once. nice down here. Just once I want to live in an apartment where everything works all at the same time. That's, that's not so much to ask, is it? <laughs> all right, folks, that's Fear the Walking Dead cast. Anyone else got anything? Anything? Well, I mean, two bits of news that came up we can talk about after if you want to talk about now. Yeah, throw Tar- it in there. Like- Tarantino and J.J. Abrams are teaming up for the next Star Trek movie. Oh, geez, that's a rumor. It'll never happen. It's no. not, not Okay, I've seen it in a couple different places with different bits, though, and that's Maybe, the thing. Yeah, J.J., they're assembling a writer's room. I'm just, oh, God, that's a whole podcast, whether that's and, a really good idea or not. And Brian Singer's been fired from the Fer- Freddie Mercury biopic. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one. Ex-director. Uh, yeah, because he just kind of disappeared, I guess. Yeah, par- apparently his mom is very sick, and it's caused him to get very sick. Um, so uh, I'm wondering, if they, are they going to get Ron Howard to come in and finish this one, too? Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I didn't read the follow-up on that, that they found him. I I hate to say it, but I thought maybe he was off blurring up or moving to Mexico or with the, the wave of people getting outed for being sexual scumbags in Hollywood right now, he's already got stuff like that in his closet. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I figured maybe it was getting ready to come back up again or something, and who knows? <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't been re-mentioned in that whole mess, because he, he was possibly up to some really skeevy stuff. Yeah. Along the lines of Kevin Spacey, they, they may have gone to a couple parties together. Well, I mean, they, they were what the usual suspects was a Brian Singer film, right? That's it was a fact, yes. Uh, yep. So, uh, yeah, they probably did party something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did we talk about who? Did we talk about who's going to be on the crossover? Uh oh, no, we didn't at all. Oh, yeah, it has been announced that uh, it is um, Morgan Rennie James. I think Lenny, yep. Lenny James is the actor's name. Yeah, which is was out of left field for me. Yeah, we didn't talk about this at all. Um, no, we did. We did it at the very beginning. 
Because we're talking. But yeah. I honestly, I did not see that one coming. I have no. I think clue the how only time that uh, I I think I mentioned it only one time about how how Morgan and um, uh, Daniel seem to have this thing about how they don't want to die or can't die or have left things undone like some kind of spiritual thing where they they can't die yeah I remember you saying that yeah yeah, yeah and that's the only time that I mentioned that but I really thought it was more Daniel than Morgan it was just interesting how uh, that whole you know how it was aligned with what they've been through. That was the only right. similarity I saw, I and that was it. Pull this off. Yeah, but how, did, how can Morgan be in Texas? Well, I, and that's the thing. You know, is it is it that they're going to jump fear ahead in time, two years or a year and a half or however long it is, or is it going to be before? Are they going to stay on the same time stream and then say Morgan took a trip from home down to Texas? Well, and, remember and, they did say that he left at some point. He left, right? Well, he, he so between was, the first episodes and and you know the first season and Clear, you know, there's lost Morgan time, presumably, in between Clear and when he found his hippie kung fu teacher. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I'm in fear for fear because they've they've cast like three new people who are like big former or former big TV stars like Jenna Elfman and a couple others that I don't recall off the top of my head. This is all Scott Gimple. Yeah, I know. And that just, man. I, well, again, you know, the thing is, is that it, fear doesn't get the ratings that the walking dead well, does. Then, then and then he wants, die, but. he wants to give it that. And, and the thing is like those of us that are watching it are enjoying it because it isn't like right. the walking dead so much. It's given us something completely different. Yeah. And I, I don't know if he's going to try and make it more. If he's just trying to put the association there, so that you'll go, yeah, there's a reason why we watch this show, and that's you know it's because it is The Walking Dead. Morgan's a good person to use for that. Abraham would have been in in our minds perfect for it because of his history and everything. He comes from Texas. I wasn't a fan of this at all. I mean, but I it, it made more sense to me to bring one of them into the future than someone to go. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe they are going to do a time jump. Um, I just really hope that they do it without there being a big hole, you know, uh, make it. uh, But if they do like uh, a a two-year time jump on the other show and everyone's separated, if they, you know, we're not, we shouldn't be getting people back together from that crew again, if that's what they're going to do. Was clear after the prison? Uh... I don't recall, Mike. Um, I don't remember. Is fear what? What was, was the episode when, clear? Was that after the prison or before? Wasn't it after when, like, Rick... No. Was, I, like, everyone was scattered again, maybe? Gosh, I, I can't even remember. I'm not sure either. Yeah. Trying to find out how much time Morgan was gone for. Yeah, because they don't really say, and... You're left to assume it it was for months. I mean, months, right? Before we get to see him again, because they don't bring him back into what the fourth or fifth season. Yeah, 
been going by like Judas. Okay, here we go. It's probably been at least a year since the present. According to the Walking Dead wiki, for all this is worth, Mm -hmm. Rick and Morgan parted on day 62 or 64, and clear was day 314. Okay, so. Almost like eight months, maybe? A year into it, anyway. A year into the supposed apocalypse, or Walking Dead's version, anyway, so. And according to this so, same thing, fear is at day sixty-four. I still say they got to be a little farther along than that. It's, well, yeah, I do too. But yeah, this is the only—that's the only reference I have. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean it sounds they're, like they're, they're going to have to jump ahead if they're going to make any kind of a uh, makes sense exactly. Otherwise, the storyline is just for shit at that point because we like some kind of. You know, uh, continuity. Uh, I think we need to do a mindless drivel and invite however many of you on about just like we've already come up with the name. I want to call it, you know, fantasy reality, where it's like, yeah, we like these fantastical shows, but you have to adhere to some kind of rules to them. Still, right? They have to have. They have to have some consistent rules to your own. You can build the most fantastical universe you want, but you still have to have. The laws of physics within that universe, <laughs> and you know, otherwise nerds like us notice it, and we get mad at you. So, yeah. or not, because we're idiots and we'll keep watching anyway. So, I guess we're the suckers. Hey, we we, we all love the Orville, so uh, you know. <laughs> I've not started watching that yet. Um, it's it's been enjoyable. It really good. has been enjoyable. Hey, look, for me to be able to say that I've enjoyed it, it's got to be some kind of good because I hate that kind of Star Trek thing. And here lately with Star Trek itself, the movies, I've loved them. And Orville, I've really enjoyed it, I have to say. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I will get around to it. I'm hoping it'll hit, uh, maybe we'll do a Netflix deal or something so I don't have to attempt to find them all through other means. (laughs) But. All right. Well, let's. Wrap have this you week attempted up. to watch This Is Us yet? I'm going to be on you about this. <laughs> yeah. No, I still have oh, the first three the first episodes episode. downloaded, but no, I just still haven't yet. Just watch watch, those, watch those episodes tomorrow. Just watch them tomorrow. Yeah. Watch <laughs> hey, it with your girlfriend, and it's got a great date night movie show. Uh, maybe that is- I don't know. I've already, I, I have so many of my my beloved properties to share with her first that they've got yeah to- but is someone that loves almost famous mm-hmm. you're gonna like this you are going to like this this is something that you're not introducing her to it's something y'all can watch start off together it'll be y'all show that's that's true valid point yep i will consider it a Keep it under consideration, I promise. <laughs> I do have the first three episodes. I just have not gotten around to it. I have to watch half a season of Legends still, too. Uh, oh, dude, uh, did you, watch, you won't be disappointed. Did you watch Crisis on Earth X? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah, it was good. And we still need to watch last night's episode of Supergirl. Or tonight's episode, is it? Yeah, tonight's tonight. episode. Yeah, yeah we should watch that. All right. Even more reason I need to go now because I'm that. That's like the mid-season finale, isn't it? Already? Yeah. Or next week. I still have to finish the crossover. It's yeah, it's the oh well. This week is the Legion. So get yeah. get through that crossover, man. That was good stuff. Yeah, I watched the uh, the first half. I watched the second half. Hmm. 
Alrighty. Well, anything else? Nope. Uh, just to say goodbye. So we're afraid of the Walking Dead. Bye. Sayonara. Scott. Scott. Good night, guys. Hi, Georgie.